Though it would normally be held in person, this year's annual board trip to China was held virtually, like most things these days. Still, it was a productive exchange, and we're on the line this week with our director in Beijing to get a readout on what was discussed. From the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Li Peizhong is our director in Beijing. Hi, Li Pei. Welcome back. Hi, Ian. All right. So I know that we held our board trip recently, our first virtual one for obvious reasons. Um, can you tell us a bit about what the outcomes were from that meeting? Um, so it has been a very, very busy week, actually a number of weeks, um, because there is a lot of uh, preparation to make it happen. But we successfully conclude our uh, first virtual board trip for this year. Um, just for for the audience awareness, um, our board trip is the signature event for our board of directors. So uh, we will lead a delegation formed with a number of global CEOs coming to China every year to meet with uh, Chinese state leader and the ministry's leadership, as well as to talk with Chinese uh, companies, CEOs and chairmen, uh, and uh, sharing perspectives with uh, China's uh, domestic influencers and academics. Um, but this year, because of the COVID, we um, had a, we had an idea of moving up everything virtually, and um, actually has has uh, a lot of it, it's more complicated than we thought at the very beginning it, in particularly uh, logistically um, in terms of the uh, uh, coordination because everyone is in a different uh, place everybody is working at home and uh, uh, especially for these uh, for us and um, uh, for for many Chinese, ministries and especially for state leader that's also their first uh, virtual meeting with u.s business community so there has been a lot of coordination uh, within organization as well as uh, with chinese counterparts and so who did the board actually meet with you know what representatives from the chinese government um so this year we uh hosted uh we held five meetings to uh in total we had some early mornings and late evenings because of the time zone. Um, we met with uh, Vice Premier Hu Chunhua, uh, who um, led a group of vice ministers uh, to respond to our CEO's questions. And we also um, held virtual meetings with Minister Zhang Gong from Sarma, uh, Minister Xiao Yaqing from MIT, who previously uh, was the Minister of Sarma, and uh, NDRC Vice Minister Ning Jizhuo. So the delegation discussed a variety of topics in those meetings, including uh, China's new dual circulation system, the unreliable and displaced uh, merger and acquisition review, and Although I can't share too much of the content of those meetings because those are off the record, but I think generally speaking, by having this virtual meeting between uh, Chinese leadership and U.S. business community, um, in particular in this challenging time of the bilateral relations, 
symbolically is very significantly important. And sending a positive signals to the U.S. business community is that Chinese government is welcoming U.S. companies coming to China、um, to compete in this market and grow in this market.、Um, but obviously. Um, Chinese government also expressed their concerns about upswing in the international protectionism and also unilateralism, which make the 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 current situation very challenging. And and because of the、uh, because of those、um, export controls, especially on the high tech area,、um, there seems no other choices but. Forcing China to moving forward with policies、um, uh, prescriptions to manage the risk、um, that might occur in the future. So self resilience is、uh, is actually the become the main main theme in、uh, many of the documents we've seen today,、um, especially on the high tech industry. And did they discuss dual circulation at all? I know there's been a lot of questions around that policy. Um, that was being discussed、uh, by almost in all the meetings we had.、Uh, it's a fairly new concept from China policymakers' perspectives.、Um, though it have it's it we always have dual circulation. We have we have domestic economy circulation, and we also have international.、Uh, we also have the part that's generated from. International collaboration and globalization.、Um, however, given the COVID,、uh, which makes import and exports um, um, is uh, less uh,、um, uh, le- uh, less significant than in the past,、um, in order to drive the economic growth in China,、uh, Chinese government is very focusing on how to stimulate、uh, domestic consumptions and. And by doing so,、uh, we think that there is、uh, a significant presence for、uh, multilateral, multilateral,、uh, uh, multinational companies to participate in this market. Because,、uh, for instance, many of our companies are in China for China, and they have very sound supply chain、um, and infrastructures, and they also bring their、uh, best technologies and also.、Um, The 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 best products and services into this market、um, to actually meet、uh, increasing demand from Chinese domestic consumers.、Um, the the desire、uh, of having a more、uh, high quali- quality products and services. So we hope that Chinese go-、uh, government will remain open and、uh, to welcome all the、uh, U.S. Business communities and create a more playing field, ensure fair competition, and uh, um, to allow a better business environment for them to、uh, continue invest in China market. All right, thanks for the roundup, Li Pei. Looking forward to talk to you next time. Again, Li Pei Zhang is our director in Beijing. China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, leave it a rating and review wherever you listen. It will help other people find it. And as always, thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back next week.